I don't think that one has a normal timer. It just it, abruptly ends that little classy music there. It did not have a timer. And I was sitting there watching like, is this just go forever until we stop it or? Until we're ready. Well, yeah. I, we appreciate everyone joining us live here. We apologize for the abrupt uh, nice new music. And then you have to hear my voice. But it is what it is at this point. Uh, how you guys feeling? Feeling good. Staying warm over there? No, got, <laughs> got the sweatshirt pullover on, trying to stay warm. Yeah, yeah Clark's I, got his hood up down there. Oh, yeah. I, I've been trying to rely on the heat of my apartments around me and try and be uh, really cheap. And then when I saw it was negative 12 uh, the last few days, I've turned the heat back on and it's up to 70 now in here. So <laughs> che yeah. cheap ass can only get you so far. Yeah, walking two blocks from my truck into work when it's 49 below zero is a little rough yeah when, when your when your mustache starts to freeze because the snot is coming out your nose and it's freezing that quick yeah it's it's time yeah. to quit being cheap yep. <laughs> so but appreciate everyone for joining us for amateur hour uh we're going to talk a little bit of uh, college football uh, a little bit on the bulls not too much there early signing day had a little bit of controversy at least in the state of iowa and lightly touch um college basketball but I would say with, with really with the holidays coming up, we're kind of going to breeze through this one. Uh, I feel like pretty quickly. Um, again, appreciate you joining us live. Uh, if you do want to follow us on our socials quickly, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Heartland Pulse, Facebook, YouTube, Pulse of the Heartland. And Trent has probably one of the better trivia questions we've had in some time here. All right. So. It is, what college football coach has led his unranked team to the most wins over AP-ranked teams in the AP poll era? You get a bonus point if you can tell me how many. Now, I'm, I'm going to help Clark here because I've already guessed once. It is not Jeff Brome. So, just, uh, <laughs> it, 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 I, I've eliminated one of the 131 options. So, yeah. you're welcome, bud. Yep. Is it Matt Campbell? It is not. <laughs> That'd be yeah, way too obvious. It. Come on. Yeah. Okay, but because we have to think of a team that's been relevant, but it has to be on the cusp forever because they can't have been ranked as well. Um, this coach did coach a couple of teams that you just described. Multiple. Multiple teams that were have been on the cusp. Yeah. Mike I would Lee. say so. Mike Leach is okay. correct. Oh my gosh. We should have had this last week on the Man. Mike Leach episode. Yes. Well, no offense. Once you said a couple teams, it clicked to me. I'm like, yep, he he went kind of off the beaten path. And yeah, Texas Tech, Man. Washington State, uh, Mississippi State, they're all right there. Mm -hmm. he, Any he, guess he, on how many? How many wins against ranked teams as an unranked coach? Clark, you got a good guess? I'm going to say 18. Bingo. Wow. What up? Yeah. What up? Mike Leach with 18 wins over ranked teams as an unranked coach. Damn, that's 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 a good one, man. Yeah, that's uh that's a good stat. I wish we would have had it last week on the Mike Leach episode. Yeah, no, that that one would have definitely been a, a it would win a, a better tribute, but no, that, that was still a good one here. So Yeah, might have been too obvious last week though. 
Yeah, no, it threw me for a loop. I, I wasn't even thinking Mike Leach, unfortunately. So yeah, but uh, no, Han say we'll just kind of hop into this one here. Uh, Iowa State. I think we talked about this first one uh, last week, but Iowa State. I think it was today or yesterday hired Reed Kagey. He used to be part of the Iowa State program as the strength and conditioning coach. So now we replay uh, got our replacements for uh, strength and conditioning, and then we. I think we mentioned last week Nate Shieldhouse is uh, the offensive coordinator now awesome recruiter so they just lost their defensive backs coach to uh a florida school to be a defensive coordinator i believe interesting well yeah I say, that, that kind of sucked i mean honestly you look at our cornerbacks the last couple of years and they, they haven't been the great the greatest well this I mean, year they were yeah, the, this like year TJ Tampa and him. Yeah, he did a hell of a job this year. Anthony Johnson. I would say they they did a lot of decent uh, open field tackling as well. It was just, you know, honestly, I if you would have nitpicked any one of our coaches or uh, if anyone would have taken coaches from our defensive side, you could tell they're talented. So yeah, well, that kind of sucks for Iowa State, but good on him, dude. And so yep. you can't can't hoard everyone forever. I mean, we we had Tom Herman first, and then look at where he went on, and he. Oh, shit. Actually, did he go to Florida Atlantic? It sounds right. Yeah, I went to Florida school. So, oh. yeah, I mean, went from a position coach to coordinator. So, good for him. Yeah. I say, well, I mean, that's where Tom Herman is. So, I wonder if there's a little bit of a connection there. Yeah, could be. So, but no, I would say I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this offseason. I feel like with, with Campbell, he's starting to get a little more serious about, like, if we want to continue building this thing, you know, I know it sucks getting ready one of your best friends and a guy that's been with you for a while, but after this year, I, I think these are the changes. It shows he's serious about it, and not just, yep. all right, I'm going to be okay. You know, we talked about last week, you know, bullshit programs care about six and six. You know, I'm glad he's showing that he he's going to make the changes for it. Yep. So, um, you know, just moving on, kind of the biggest controversy that we had, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for the for the early signing day, just at least in the uh, state of Iowa here, um, had a uh, we had a Caden Proctor who signed with Iowa or was I'm sorry was was going to sign with Iowa, and then yep. all of a sudden la- last minute he decided that he was going to take a trip to Auburn, which I know uh, Kirk you used to have a if you're committed you can't do any. Uh, trips to outside schools he started going mm-hmm. to oregon it sounds like he'd kind of been thinking for a while about um decommitting and then yeah last second you know alabama came with the prestige of alabama and the nil deal and he decided to sign with bama last minute he was the top ranked tackle in the country here um did you guys hear what he was saying about about why he left iowa no so he was saying that he Felt that when he was committed to Iowa, he was settling, which I thought was kind of a pretty, uh, I would say, full word. I guess I, 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 I'm trying to say the say the best way, but it, that seems kind of like a low blow after you had committed to a school for months and then saying, "Well, I was settling, but now that I got a better option and more NIL money, you know, I'm leaving." Yeah, Trent, Trent's got it right with the Johnny Manziel sign with the two finger. Yeah thrown out there so i i don't know i i think we all can agree we don't blame a kid especially that young for making a decision that's best for him and his family but like i read an article and, and this is on hawk central so it's probably going to be a little biased in in what it says but it was talking about how 
he he was like, it, it was awesome going down to Bama and there was guys my size that, you know, that I knew there would be open competition. I was like, are you, so you're saying the linemen in Iowa were small or yeah. he was making like, it, it literally just sounded like he was just making up excuses, which he, he kind of is, you know, and, yeah. and he was about just, you know, the, the settling comment. Yeah. Iowa's put just a few li- offensive linemen in the NFL. Just saying. Yeah. I I think Joey had the stat that, uh, that yeah, there's two fewer linemen in the NFL from Iowa than Alabama, but their contracts rank a hundred million dollars more total. So it's like, so yeah, are you, so are you to honestly, are you settling at Bama? Cause you're ta- making a few hundred or, you know, a few thousand more a year for four years compared to setting yourself up for the future. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, you know, I think he, this guy, you know, he probably comes to Iowa, starts a little easier, still jumps into the NFL because Iowa puts those players in there. But, I mean, best offensive lineman in the nation coming out of high school and, you know, Bama. Mm-hmm. How many people could say that they went and played football there? So, let's, I mean, honestly, he could have literally just said, how do you turn down the the option to playing for the best college football coach of all time? Exactly. He could have and, said that and everyone goes, yep, sounds about right. But yep. he, he just went, uh, it was just the way he said it. And that, I mean, and 17 year olds are going to do that, dude. So, yeah. Um, but uh, he, he did come by and say what people were saying to him on social media. Yeah. Those two days between decommitting and then committing to Alabama was pretty terrible as well. Yeah, I agree. If, if you're an adult and you're going after a 17-year-old because he's not going to play for your favorite football team, get a fucking life, man. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's a little ridiculous. I mean, I have been upset with many athletes in my day, you know, whether it's amateur or pros, and never once have I thought, you know, it'd be a good idea. We, I need to tweet at this person. They need to know my opinion. Yep. God, no. Uh, so my rule is, I don't follow any amateur athletes. Really? I will follow them once they hit the pros or are out of college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't follow I any Iowa State athletes on Twitter. Nothing. I, I can see that. It's probably for the best, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I don't really follow too many, but um, mostly because it's like, a, you know, after a huge win, you want to see what they're saying, you know, but yeah, it's not like I'm. It's 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 gotta gotta see social media, you know. Nope, no. So I don't even follow them. Well, you Clark, you follow any Kansas players? No, I don't. No, I don't say. Not I, worth it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you don't want to have a couple of crown and cokes and and then decide to spout <laughs> off if they they didn't cover a, a one game. <laughs> so. Um, but I would say I felt pretty good about Iowa State's class. They they had uh, the uh, Abu Sama who had the, who now has the Iowa State uh, high school record for most touchdowns in, in a uh, championship game. They they were able to uh, retain him there from Southeast Polk. Um, they did still sign JJ Cole, who's twelfth uh, ranked quarterback in the country, top commit in the uh, our um, top ranked QB in the state of Iowa, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, just going through our schools here, uh, we had Kansas State actually. Um, was the highest ranked at 38 here at, at 38. They had a couple good four-star recruits. Um, Iowa 39, Iowa State 45. So we keep creeping up closer and closer to Iowa, which I think 
as much as we don't want to admit a trend, I think Iowa State getting close to Iowa in recruiting is always going to be better. I remember the days when we were in the 60s, 70s, you know, way, way worse. Yeah. And um, Kansas is actually ranked uh, 69th, which I, I would have thought they would have been a little higher. But for Kansas, one, 69th is awesome. But they're ahead of uh, the new Big 12 teams, BYU and Cincinnati, which Cincinnati lost their coach. But, I mean, two years ago, they're playing against Bama in the playoffs. And now Kansas is out recruiting them, you know, yep. in early signing day. I mean, who knows? Uh, they announced that they are going to spend some money on some facilities. And, you know, they make it to a first bowl game in over a decade. That will do wonders for your recruiting as well. So good for them. Kansas is so good. Missouri's running away from them in bowl games, too. <laughs> Got that right. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, I would say it, it was a. I, I thought that was pretty good. I, of course, you know, I we always talk about our Heartland teams. Ryan's a big LSU fan. I mean, shocker, they're sixth in the country. They they got five star recruits, and you know, they're yeah. getting the, the players that we would just covet. That would be like our all time highest ranked team or uh, players on the daily. <laughs> you Could you know? imagine Iowa State, you know, Kansas, you know, something like that gets the sixth ranked recruiting class in the country? I mean, well, I yeah. would have to change my drawers real quick because I'd shit my pants. But yes, <laughs> I'd be like, did did we like did we have like T Boone Pickens donate a billion dollars and went all into the collective? How the hell do we get yeah. this ranked class? Yeah, uh, Brett Blum at the We Will Collective uh, pulled some strings and got some extra money for those boys. That that what is interesting, uh, going back to the Caden Proctor thing, he mentioned that Iowa was was handing out a pretty heavy bag from for the NIL. I wonder what they what the the negotiation for that is right now because it is amateur sports, but now mm -hmm. you have the professional setting of money in there and. He's saying Bama, it wasn't the only the money, but they did offer more. But he said Iowa's was competitive. So, I mean, there there must be some sheet on, say, for like a Caden Proctor, five-star top. You know, okay, at that level, 250000 You know, at, at a, at a four-star, you know, 150 or something. Three-star, you know, 50. There, there's got to be some price range that all – all of them that are recruiting are in the know and know what the kind of bottom line is. It would be interesting to hear those numbers. And it kind of makes you think, uh, you know, Alabama, he said it was comparable. Iowa was pushing that. Does that say, I don't know, who knows? Maybe at Alabama, they offer a little less. You're a freshman coming in to Alabama. Yeah. Stay a couple years, make a name for yourself. That number's going to go up. So, I mean, that's just a guess on my part. Now, here's the other thing. So he would have been a five-star, and Iowa was competing with, with Bama's number. So what is Bama paying everyone else that, here's the five-star recruit, here's the 4.5-star recruit? You know, they got to have money out the ass because you know Iowa was going to be overpaying to get Proctor, and they don't have yeah. anyone that's going to compete at that level of pay. Whereas Bama, they, they're – let me see if I can pull up the numbers here. But I mean, if you're Bama, you have multiple guys that are at that same level too. Yeah. I mean, hell, we, we're we, we're happy that JJ Cole signed with Iowa State, and he's a 12th ranked quarterback. Alabama has two quarterbacks in that same class for only for quarterback that are higher than that. <laughs> yeah, Alabama in for early signing day, seven five star recruits and twenty four star. I mean. 
How much money do they got to have in that collective, dude? Ridiculous. Iowa State gets one four star and pretty pumped about it. I and will. I will yeah. <laughs> I will commit if if I ever win the lottery, like Mega Millions, five hundred million dollars. I'll put millions into this NIL because I I said it before the Chiefs won a Super Bowl. Can we just get some ill repute characters and some players that have are a little rough around the edges so I can see a winner? But we have you know. The, it's always the character issue, guys, that no one wants to take a chance on that lift you above. Like Antonio Brown, no offense when we when we got him. Uh, Tyreek Hill, you know, he was a little rough around the edges when we did draft him. And he was that character that, or he was that player that was just enough to help us get to the next level. I'm going to do, I want to do that for Iowa State. We, well, let's put millions in this NIL and let's just start, let's go be SMU back in the 80s. Let's just buy all these players and let's start competing in the new Big 12. I'm for it. There we go. I'm, I'm glad I have your ringing endorsement there, <laughs> Clark. If you if you won Mega Millions, how much would you put for the uh, Kansas Kansas State NALs? They already got enough money. They okay. don't need mine. <laughs> you just have to make sure if you ever go to a game, you really uh, go all out on the concession stand since they overcharge there too. Make that two cokes. <laughs> Two largest go, please. Um, the only other couple things just with the uh, transfer portal. Um, I thought this one was pretty funny. Uh, this quarterback, Austin uh, on A-U-N-E-Un. I'm not sure how they pronounce it here. But he is uh, entering the transfer portal from North Texas. Uh, pretty solid stats. 3,500 yards passing, 33 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Um, the most glaring says he is 29 years old entering the transfer portal. Um, he did he, actually is oddly enough. I was going to say he did the Brandon Whedon way, but he was also drafted by the Yankees by like Brandon Whedon played six seasons in the minors, which is why he was 29 years old, still playing college football. <laughs> could, could you imagine, uh, let's say, cause I just turned 32. I could not imagine three years ago, one having to play college football, but two, could you imagine having to hang out all the time with 18 to 22 year olds when you're 29 years old? Oh, yeah. You're, you're literally going through at that point, you know, only a few friends left have to get married. And then you've kind of gone through that whole phase of your life and they're all still going through. Can you, can you buy me booze? You've, you've been buying booze for almost a decade at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, random question. Trent, what was the first uh, booze you ever bought when you were 21? What beer? Probably like a Bud Light. Bud Light? Clark? Yeah, probably. Uh, is probably Bud Light or Bud Heavy. I don't remember. You you guys would never guess what mine was. Just take a shot. Most random beer you can think of. Oh, beer. Most random beer. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think because it was my first six-pack I ever bought. PBR. PBR? You're mm. I would I would say right track, but... You're you're in the right thinking of of obscure, Schlitz, Schlitz. It was uh. <laughs> do you remember? I don't even know if they make it anymore. Do they still make Red Stripe? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Red Stripe because I had the little fucking chub uh, bottles, and I just still remember the Jamaican guys in that commercial. Hooray beer! Hooray I, beer! I was just oh yeah, and I I had one. I was like, this fucking sucks. What a terrible investment for the first six <laughs> pack I ever had. Uh, now that is not just like a commercial thing or a stereotype thing because that is like the beer of Jamaica. 
Oh, really? Yeah, my wife has been there, and she said they, yeah, it's all over down there. It's like Bud Light here in America. Dave, yeah. Dave, a good point. He, we were talking about the transfer portal here. He's He said the uh, guy who transferred for his fourth time, uh, J, JT Daniels, is transferring for the fourth time. He entered college early, going to USC at 17 years old, transferred from there, going to Georgia. Then Stetson Bennett started before him. Then he went to West Virginia for this last year. And now he's transferring again, and he ended up going to Rice of all schools. Hey, looking for that uh, playing time. Still D1. Big year. Get to the NFL. Did you did you ever hear about his stipulations when he was trying to transfer around before he went to West Virginia? Uh, I did. I cannot remember what they were, though. It wasn't like a half a million or something like that. Yeah, a six-figure NIL deal. A four-bedroom rental uh, house that he yeah. would like own, basically. And a personal... Uh, like, I, I, I don't know if these are real, but it said a personal chef, too. Oh, I mean, Jesus. like... This guy two years ago went from thinking he was king shit and probably at his high stock, so I don't blame the kid for for going all out on that, to now two years later going to Rice. <laughs> yeah, I did know about the house and the money, but yeah, I hadn't heard the chef. Well, I, I mean, I, again, I guess the harder they fall, dude, that, that one year at West Virginia is pretty rough on them. <laughs> um, only other one I saw, I th- this is old from last week, the, the uh, Oregon player that was uh, – and he's going into his ninth year of eligibility. Good Lord. Yeah, so we have it full screen on YouTube here, but it's 2016 redshirt. And this is Cam McCormick, FYI. 2017 redshirt freshman. 2018 season in injury. 19 missed season for injury. 2020 COVID. 21 season ending injury. 22 he was a senior. And then 23 and 24 were granted years of eligibility. I mean, that man's playing college football for a fucking decade. Uh-huh. He could probably still get another year if he grad transfers. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna. I that man is he gonna become the first doctor of college football? He could, yeah. Instead of grad transferring for his masters, he can grad tra- transfer his doctorate. I, that I mean, he needs to do that just so he could have the nickname Cam, the college, the doctor of college football, McCormick. Yep. Doesn't matter if he doesn't play anything. That that will literally stick in college football forever. Yeah. 10 years Jeez. nine years i mean just, just and it sucks because i mean if he's going through all those injuries as well obviously he's yeah. putting his body through it so so but, let me look up one random stat here if i can find yeah. it do it um by the way we're while we're recording live we finally got probably one of the better um games for bowl season right now I haven't been really too impressed, but Air Force is kind of kicking the shit out of Baylor right now. 23-7. So here's what I was looking for. That guy is going into his ninth year of college football. The average NFL career is 3.3 years. So he'll have a college (laughs) football career longer than most guys play play college well enough to get to the NFL and then flame out. Yep. Damn. Imagine he gets uh, he gets drafted. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna draft him as 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 a graduate assistant or something. Yeah. So, um, well, speaking of the Baylor Air Force game, that's really kind of been well. I think that's the first Big Twelve game. Um, there really haven't been any. There, I'm sure there's been good games, but not good matchups that I've been like I have to go and watch this game. 
I mean, it sounds like from you guys, I mean, it kind of go, I think Joey's article really stuck with us because I think there's too many bowls now. Like I'm, I'm not watching these six and six versus five and seven teams. Yeah. I haven't watched any, like I said, right before we came on, I watched Baylor score their touchdown before halftime. That's, that was the extent of my bowl watching this week. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched any of them. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of more like, I mean, I'm not really close to Baylor at all, but like, I'll watch because LSU plays Purdue in their bowl game. I'm going to watch that because Ryan's interested. You know, I'll probably watch the Iowa game just to feel better about ourselves because we beat them. Um, you know, Kansas, Kansas State for Clark. But other than that, you know, maybe watch for the, the big matchups, you know, but Big 12, it, uh, it just really hasn't been too interesting this year, man. No, yeah, not yet. I, it'll pick up after Christmas. Yeah. I Also, I think, I think it helps that um, or hurts that – when my team isn't in the postseason, I don't give a shit anymore about comparing them to the other teams who we could have been better or worse than. Yeah. So, cheese at Bowl is still number one, though, just because we went to that last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I would say we'll, we'll, we'll just fly through with college basketball here because really, I mean, with the holidays coming up, we got a few bowl games coming up this weekend. Nothing too crazy. Next week will be a big preview coming up for the playoffs and some actual, you know, w good winning teams coming up here. But um, college basketball has been a little slow as well, just with – I know Iowa State, we canceled our game this week due to the weather in the uh, heartland. But uh, for, our, for our four teams, uh, Kansas, they're, they're the only ranked team at number four right now. Deservedly so. I mean, they've been who, – who was their one loss to, Clark? Wasn't it uh, Tennessee? Uh, I believe, yeah. It was, I think it was Tennessee – um, in the whatever tournament they played here preseason. Yeah, in, one of those preseason. In the Bahamas. So, I yep. mean, no, nothing wrong with that loss, dude. I mean, I, I know Tennessee is always just crazy athletic. I just – I don't know if that athleticism can ever get them through the actual tournament. But Kansas at number four, uh, Iowa State at 34. Iowa immediately behind them at 35. And then Kansas State's getting some votes, and they're at 41 too. So, I mean, honestly, if, if – I think if anyone talk, like looks at the Big 12 as a whole, I think we kind of think Kansas State's one of the more bottom-tier ones, and they're getting some votes right now. Now, after yesterday's game, I don't think Iowa will be getting any votes anymore. Yeah, I, I, I want to laugh about that Eastern Illinois loss because I think that's kind of funny. But then I'm like, fuck, they, you know, we lost to them, which means now, you know, it's, it's bringing yeah. us along with them. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, well, was it in the last thirty years? There's been ninety thousand NCAA basketball games with uh, a betting line on it, and that was the biggest upset in the last thirty years. Ninety thousand games, thirty-two points. Me? Yeah, thirty-two point favorite. Oh my god! Okay, now that's okay. That's kind of worth us going down a little bit, just so we can hold that over Iowa fans' heads. Now, I think they were out, um, Chris Murray and, and uh, uh, McCaffrey. Golly, yeah. I was getting this name. Myself. But you don't lose, lose Eastern Illinois. I don't care if you're down to your bottom five. You're Iowa. They're Eastern Illinois. You get it done at some point. Yeah. So, um, I would say I think our first game is going to be Baylor next week. Uh, yep. I, I didn't see it. Iowa's schedule because Joey's not on. Clark, are there any big games? I know – you said Kansas kind of played like shit tonight when they were playing the uh, nerds from Massachusetts. 
they were shooting the ball like shit. They were 0 for 8 from 3 at one point. They closed out the first half, managed to get Grady Dick a couple good looks. But yeah, they just shot the ball terribly tonight. Still still won. They got they got it taken care of, so there was like no rush really at the end. They maintained a minimal lead, but now just looking forward to conference play getting started. Yeah, they have Oregon, Oregon State or Oregon State, geez, Oklahoma State first. I was just pulling that up. Uh, yeah, on the 31st. Yep. Oklahoma State coming to Lawrence. It's almost like you're a professional there, Clark, because that transitioned perfectly. Let's just start with you. What What is going into Big 12 play from what you've seen so far? What do you think? Are you feeling pretty good? Is there anything that you want to see improved on that, that's going to make you feel a lot better since Big 12 will be tough? I feel like this KU team is pretty raw. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like last year's team was a little more solid veteran-wise. Uh, Dwayne Harris, point guard, he's he's a veteran guy on the floor right now. He's leading them well. But uh, I don't know. I feel like they're pretty small. So it's going to be a matter of if K.J. Adams can uh, stay out of foul trouble because he's really their only big presence down low. Um, yep. But just to run the floor well as a – smaller team fling that ball around the court get the open shots man you've seen yeah. bellarmine do it a bunch of white guys out there not even dribbling just pass that ball around get you an open shot hey, let's do it <laughs> i well the good thing is at the end of the day i think you're still kansas and getting those kansas recruits so i think you'll be fine but but yeah that still does scary because i i know in basketball it's always <laughs> the potential of this guy but it's like i gotta see some actual results though at some point you know yeah, I mean that, that, and that was my complaint last year is that I didn't think they'd have the size after Azabuki left uh, two years ago. And shit, you know they run the con, run the conference, run the tournament, and uh, finished well. Um, they got big time minutes out of their guy last year, so maybe KJ Adams has it in him, but uh, we'll see. Yep, they're they're gonna have to see get a lot of production out of Dick there too. Oh yeah, you need big Dick to come through. He, 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 you know, if he's going to play in the middle, he's got to be big and he's got to be hard in there. Yep. <laughs> okay, enough dick jokes. Trent, <laughs> how do you feel about Iowa State? Um, I haven't watched him a whole lot yet, but, I mean, they beat the number one team in the nation. Uh, I think they have two losses right now. Yep. Um, the, the loss to Iowa hurts. You know, I, th- I, feel like, I feel like they've won games they should have won. They've lost games they should have lost. So, um, you know, if they can be top half of the big 12, I think that would be good for this team. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I guess Trey King played, uh, his yep. first minutes this week. Um, he's supposed to be a big piece of this, this team, you know, if they can get him going now and I mean, hopefully, you know, got him back in time for the, the conference. So we'll see. That, that was exactly my thinking as well. I mean, yeah, our loss to Iowa looks way way worse. But if you look at the actual stats, Iowa played the biggest fluke game I've ever seen. Like I, I've never seen a team go o- like over fifty percent from both sides, and then immediately the next game just shit the bed and not be able to you know do anything. But regardless, you know the loss to Iowa looks tough. But I mean, our other loss was UConn, who is consensus number two in the country, and they're getting a lot of number one votes. So yep. I mean, if if we're competing with some of those top tier teams, I mean, I don't care if North Carolina's ranked or not. I mean, it's still North Carolina, and a win over them is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, 
I think probably my big concern is one, just, just it's always in Iowa State, it's always going to be our size. We, we finally do have some with Osun and, and everything else, but I always just worry when you're playing some of the, like, God forbid if we ever had to play Purdue, dude. Like, with, with those seven footers, I mean, we're, the size always concerns me, and we have the defensive tenacity, and we always, it seems like we play tough, but sometimes I feel like at the end of the game, we kind of loosen up a little bit, and I feel we still have the issue with putting teams away. We can get a huge 20-point lead, and then I've seen, I think it was um, Wisconsin-Milwaukee, that all of a sudden they go on an 11-point swing, and all of a sudden it's single digits again, and it was a team yeah. that we should have had to put away. You know, we just let them come back into it. So I hope going into Big 12 play, when we see teams that are getting on streaks like this, we can end our cold streak or we, we transition to what we need to do to get our own hot streak going. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, other than that, I think Big 12 is still going to be probably one of the top tier conferences. I, I'm, I'm so excited for the new Big 12 next year, not only in football, but with basketball as well. With ad- adding in Houston, you, you know that, that that's going to be fucking awesome, man. If, if we uh, and if we add, we we were talking all off season about adding the four corner schools with Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. If we added those schools as well and kind of became a sixteen, first off, basketball would be impossible. Like, like it, it would be such a super tough conference to play in. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just excited for big for Big Twelve, man. Can't yeah, wait to be watching that Houston KU matchup every year, man. Yeah, well, I mean, Kansas kicked the shit out of them in football. Who? What's what's going to stop them from beating the shit out of them in, in uh, basketball? You know. <laughs> That's right. So, well, shit, man. I would say honestly, unless you guys got anything else, I think we'll just wrap it up here. Like we said, bull. If we were, if I was more vested in the bowl games, we could probably gotten through those a little bit more. But after going through, it's like who the fuck cares about? Florida, Oregon State with, with with our teams, you know. Yeah, um, and go read Joey's blog. Uh, yeah. He put a good blog of, out about um, the number of bowl games and these lower tier games. Go go read that. I, and I mean, our teams aren't in it. Well, sorry, Bryant and my team isn't in it. Clark, yeah. I can't say the same for you. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like. I'm not really looking forward to one particular bowl game this year because of that. Yeah. I, I guess super early um, matchups here. How are you feeling about the Kansas bowl game and how are you feeling on the uh, Kansas State one versus Bama? Uh, K-State versus Bama, man. What what more could you ask for other than that ultimate test? You guys you know, feel like you were – I mean, you were the best team out of the Big 12. You won the championship. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Keep it going. Uh, Bama's going to have be full strength, too. They're not going to have that SEC pussyfoot shit of, ah, we didn't want to be there. They're going to be a full strength Bama. It just means more, Bryant. Finally. So, actually, legit, if they're going to be full strength, I'm glad it means more to Bama because there's a lot of those schools. Did you see that Florida uh, defensive end on, like with the worst effort I've ever seen in a bowl game? No, I, I can't see it. What you if you don't mind, talk about the Kansas Bowl game real quick. I'm going to pull it up because I, you need to see how bad this effort was. <clears throat> well, sorry. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. <laughs> clearing that out there. Uh, so, KU is going to play Arkansas. Get, get little piggies. So, Dude, they... that's coming up on December 28th. Uh, what is that? The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. 
Where's this? Where's this damn game at? Memphis. Memphis. It's in Memphis. Yeah. Hell, let's let's play it in the pyramid. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> Are they gonna drink Beale uh, uh, Street out of beer like Iowa State fans did when they went to the Liberty Bowl? I doubt it. Oh, <laughs> you can find a Bush Light in Memphis. It's probably because they don't ship very very well there. That, that we had to play Memphis as a home game. For oh, them. home game. Yeah, yeah that, pretty much. That'd be nuts. No, uh, I, I'm kind of curious to see how they do. I mean, K- KU started out hot, then they imploded in the middle of the season with injury and Jalen Daniels going down. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how they recover here. Arkansas has been mediocre. If you may recall, that was my team who I thought was underrated at the beginning of the season, and uh, yeah, here they are. Not they're they're six and six. So. Big <laughs> It's ironic you bring that up because because uh, speaking of a team that should have been overachieving, I had I think one my I think mine was Houston. They also went six and six in one of these bowl games. One of my playoff teams was Baylor, and they're playing right now in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl and losing pretty badly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I I can't find it. I I think if anything, the Kansas versus Arkansas matchup, I think they should fight for. Uh, the rights for the pronunciation. Uh, is it Kansas or Kinsaw? I, I, I think that's what it should be. It's our, our Kansas. Yeah. Exactly. If, if Kansas wins, I'm calling it our Kansas for another fucking year. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Arkansas River runs right through Wichita. So I have yes. to hear that shit all the time. It's like, here, oh, here's here's it's the logic. Arkansas River. Here's their logic. They call it the Arkansas River. Only if, when the river's in Kansas. Once it gets outside of Kansas, then it's the Arkansas River. Yeah. Ridiculous. No, makes no sense. At all. Hey, uh, uh, Matthew just uh, uh, commented in here at the end. Peyton Bowen, baby. Uh, he was like, uh, I don't know if you kept up with any of the recruiting. He was like this five-star. He had committed to Notre Dame and did a Caden Proctor, backed out and committed to Oregon. The very next day, backed out from Oregon and committed to Oklahoma. Jesus. He, he must have literally, we're talking about Caden Proctor looking at those NILs. He must have been, all right, I'm getting 175 in Notre Dame. Oregon's offering me 200,000. All right, sounds good. Oklahoma's offering me 225. All right, he's just going to keep going till, until he gets the max, uh, <laughs> max NIL deal. But um, honestly, for uh, for Oklahoma, I, I wouldn't say that. That's a good get. I wouldn't say I, we're we're not shocked Oklahoma's getting a five star recruit, but after this last year in Venables, I mean that's exact. Proctor said you know a little bit of of what he looked at was you know looking at offense the last two years, you know he didn't want to be part of a. He said he didn't want to come in and be the basically the big man on campus, being the all star that you know he would have liked helping build, but he didn't want to be that guy. He wanted to go to Bama for the competition. Mm. How much of it has to do with he just saw how bad their offense performed this last season, and he didn't want to be stuck in that shit. Dude, I I mean, I wish he would have just said that, because then maybe Kirk would have opened his eyes, but instead he kind of pussyfooted around and said he... Yep. I mean, I think he said it all when saying he was settling. We all knew what he meant at that point, looking at that <laughs> offense. But, he um, would have really got to uh, showcase his run blocking. I mean... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, it would have showed off his pass-blocking skills on third and seven when they throw uh throw a two yard uh route to the flat you know yep. he would have shown off a lot of skills so yep. uh, 
but no, I'd say good, good on a uh, Venables. He maybe Oklahoma can be competitive in the Big Twelve next year, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Not many times we get to say that, so we got to take advantage of it. So, but um, all right, man. I, I think we'll just wrap it up here. Nothing too much. Otherwise, we're just gonna meander like we usually do. Um, appreciate everyone watching us live here. You can watch us, uh, or you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch at Heartland Pulse, Facebook, YouTube, Pulse La Heartland. Uh, we were talking about Joey's article that is in the zone studio. It's uncle Joe's thoughts. Um, and they are on Twitter at in the zone one. So, um, any last word boys? Go check out wager a day. Oh, Get rich. That. Yes. Sir. Are you getting rich Trent? Yeah. Have you, you seen my record in the road to 272? Yeah, uh, I, I saw it this last week. Yep. Be sure to you, follow you our had a good week. on the uh, road to 272 right. as well. Get on. Get on. I'll carry you up to okay. success. Yeah. The, the other 15 weeks of the NFL season. Okay. I, I had a pretty, I've had a couple pretty good weeks. I've also had yeah. a couple pretty shitty weeks. So. Yeah, we well, all I mean, had let, one really shitty week. Well, let's not tell the other two, but I mean, we're the top three NFL pickers what? right now. I mean, I. Though the, I, that's not an, even an opinion of mine. That's just a statistical fact. So. Is that how you get on the Amateur Hour podcast? The top three can be on. It's just oh, uh, I allow them to come on. Clark, yeah. uh, not actually, we're tied. So I, if I have to get kicked off my own podcast next week, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Clark, and Joey. You better watch <laughs> out. Yeah, Joey's uh, all overs prediction is. Uh, oh. That's bold, considering all the shitty weather that's going to come into all these games. Uh, Was it the Cleveland game? Cleveland, New Orleans is the lowest NFL line ever over under. This game right now is sitting at 16 to 3 in New York. So he also chose a a bad week for overs because let's name some of the just starters Trace McSorley. Malik yeah. Willis. I, I mean, who's starting for the Panthers now? Is it Sam Darnold? Actually, Sam Darnold's actually legit. Um, well, I mean, his team, Joey's team. Oh, Desmond yeah. Ritter's starting. Is, is it the Riddler? Oh, yeah. I always think he said it's the Riddler, like like from Batman, the Riddler. I, I don't know yeah. why I think it Ritter in my head. Um, what did we send this, or did I read this somewhere else? It uh, seven teams have started their at least string quarterback this season in the NFL. Oh my Lord. It feels like it. This has been the most different quarterbacks I've had to learn in one year. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Insane. Well, I would say be sure to watch it. What is it daily? One more time, Trent. What is it? Wager a day. Where can they find that? Uh, on a wager a day. Just Google it. Go find it. Wager there should be a link on in the zone dot studio yeah. as well. Yeah, go to endzone.studio. You will find it there. Check out Joey's article and then uh, go, go make some money. Yeah, and then keep watching our videos so we can start making that anchor money. I think we're up to $46 now. Yeah, you know, when I process these and put them on there, I, I don't put the ads in there, so we were losing money. Wow. <laughs> we're losing dozens of cents. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No. Shit, so. All right, appreciate everyone listening. We'll catch you next week. Adios. Have a good one.